Hi, everyone. Dan Cassidy here. Welcome back to the UBS Market Moves podcast channel. For today, we will continue with our monthly podcast series with UBS Asset Management's multi-asset team, the Macro Monthly Podcast. Joining us once again, glad to welcome back Evan Brown, Portfolio Manager and Head of Multi-Asset Strategy, as well as Enrique Davila, Investment Solutions Specialist covering the multi-asset portfolios from UBS Asset management. We do, of course, have a lot to catch our listeners up on. So with that, Enrique, I'll pass it over to you to lead today's conversation with Evan. Thanks, Dan. We uh, we appreciate it. And Evan and I are really excited to be here. It's the, uh, it's the fun part of our job. So, um, so to kick this off, right, in order to understand where we're going in the cycle, I think it's really important for us to understand uh, where we currently are and also where we have been. And a good place for us to start is talking about this 10% correction that we saw in stocks. So, Evan, can you give us a bit of color on, you know, what's going on behind this and just what has driven this correction lower in stocks? Yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks, Enrique. And, yeah, I guess the short answer is that things are too good. Uh, good is, is bad in the market right now in the sense that the economy uh, has been so strong that it's led to a big increase in uh, in U.S. government bond yields and led to concerns that the Fed is going to have to do even more um, in order to win, ultimately win the battle against inflation. So you, know, you had this correction started in beginning of August uh, until last week, 10% in the S&P, a little more in, uh, in, in small mid-caps. Which, by the way, is you know standard standard 10% correction tends to happen uh, once or twice a year, even in, in strong bull markets, uh, and happened during what is seasonally usually the worst time of the year for for equities. But over that time, where stocks came down 10%, the U.S. 10-year yield rose by over 100 basis points, which is a lot over uh, over a short period. And rising bond yields usually not too much of a problem, but when the speed and the magnitude are so strong, uh, that can create issues for, for stocks. And why does rising yields matter? Well, it, it raises the rate at, at which you discount forward earnings for, for equities, um, you know, relative valuations of equities versus bonds, of course, become more challenged. The equity risk premium declines. And then as much as higher yields reflect Good news about the economy or strong uh, economic and inflation environment, as yields rise, it um, is a tightening of financial conditions, which can weigh on growth going going forward. And so we, we just had in Q3 nominal GDP grow by 8.5%, which is just enormous. Uh, to give you context, it, it grew about uh, 4% on average in the, in the last uh, – in the last cycle, and that that's just that kind of nominal GDP growth, so real GDP plus inflation, is inconsistent with um, the Fed ultimately reaching its its two percent inflation target. So you had that. You also had um, a higher Treasury issuance. We of course in the U.S. have deficits as as far as the eye can see. All while um, the Fed is engaged in quantitative tightening and so there's the supply demand adjustment happening in yields and that and that contributed to it as well 
And then you had the geopolitical shock, um, the terrorist attack in Israel and and war in Gaza, uh, which certainly didn't help. Uh, we don't think it was a major driver of um, of stocks, given that uh, you continued to see yields rise over the course of that period. If there was a real safe haven bid, you would have seen yields decline and probably oil prices uh, rise, and they, they've been essentially flattened down since the conflict broke out, but it doesn't help overall overall sentiment. So that that kind of explains kind of where we are up until uh, the last few days. Awesome. That's that's really interesting to hear, Evan. Thanks for thanks for the color. But if we could dive uh, a little deeper into that, in your eyes, Evan, what do you what do you think the market needs to uh, to regain its footing right now? So I, I would say the the good news is that. It, it won't take much in that we look at a lot of different sentiment and positioning indicators in uh, in the market, and they're all very stretched to the downside, such that forward-looking returns, when you when you hit these levels of negative sentiment, uh, are actually are actually pretty pretty good. And as long as things become kind of less bad, or you know, just you, you get some modest improvement. Then, uh, then that can catalyze a, a, a significant rebound, and that's happening in the context of what November, December, January, seasonally, the best three months um, in, in each year. So, uh, so, but what does it, what does it take? Well, what we what we need to see is uh, signs that the economy that, and the economic data are, are just cooling off a bit. Um, if the market has been most disrupted by yields going higher, then what will help the most is yields uh, going lower. Or, you know, we don't even actually think they have to go lower. That you, you just need um, some kind of stabilization there. And we and we do think that we're going to we're going to get it. Um, you know, we, this is a tightening of financial conditions that is going away on housing market activity, which will weigh on growth. Um, you have uh, beginning of student loan repayments happening over the course of this quarter, which diverts funds that consumers have um, that they would otherwise spend on discretionary consumption. And so expecting a moderation, not falling off a cliff by any means, but a moderation. We, we actually are we're hearing this during earnings season that that corporations are citing some uh, some signs of cooling in the in the economy and, and lowering some of their guidance for Q4 and, and next year. Now, still very healthy earnings expectations, but um, they're clearly something seeing something in in the economy that the economic data have not caught up with yet, and we expect that to be the case. We expect uh, to see in the data that moderation in the economy and that to allow yields to uh, to stabilize, which um, should, given this backdrop of, of positioning sentiment, uh, in our view, lead to, to a rally into year-end. 
As a firm providing wealth management services to clients, UBS Financial Services, Inc. offers investment advisory services in its capacity as an SEC-registered investment advisor and brokerage services in its capacity as an SEC-registered broker-dealer. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways, and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. It is important that you understand the ways in which we conduct business and that you carefully read the agreement and disclosures that we provide to you about the products or services we offer. For more information, please review Client Relationship Summary provided at UBS.com forward slash Relationship Summary or ask your UBS Financial Advisor for a copy.